and welcome to another episode of BL Babes. I'm your host, Sunny. And I'm your host, Bunny. And today we're talking about not me. But first, I want to say our apologies for not filming an episode last week. We're Our schedules just weren't working out. They were not. Yeah. They definitely were not. And you usually hear me sniffling and stuff in prior episodes. That's because of my allergies. But today I'm full-blown sick. So I'm sorry if I sound weird and sniffle. Um, it's not COVID. It's just the regular common cold. Sunny, got, yeah, Sunny got herself sick the day or the week we're supposed to record. I know. We were supposed to record earlier, but I was like in the depths of being sick. And I'm a little better now. But let's focus on not me, where there are not sick people. (laughs) So the premise of this show is our twins, black and white. And we we start off with white, who is played by gun. And he's both played by gun. That's true. And you know what? Here's my first complaint. Right off the bat, I'm complaining. Right off the bat, I'm complaining. Why didn't they use the twins that they actually have? For this drama? Well, I've been thinking of that. I think it's because only one of them would get real airtime because the other ones are like in a coma for for most of the show. That's true. But later on the show, when he's not in a coma, spoiler alert, he plays a major role. Kind of, but he doesn't get as much airtime as White. That's true. But I don't know. I think they could have done it because those twins are always side characters in GMM TV. And this could have been their, their time to shine. One of them, at least. But, but no, they were like, we're going to use our money makers for this one. <laughs> our money makers. Yeah. And you know why? You know why I think they did it? Because they have a, a lot of the plot is like not BL related and they needed money makers to bring in the audience. Right. For their other messages that they have. Right. And this drama is all about um, corruption, the government versus the people or corporation versus the people, that type of thing. And which is an issue not only in Thailand, but all over the world. But recently in Thailand as well, there's been some political turmoil. So they needed some people to watch this, like make a political message. And they needed their moneymakers on there. Right. Because I don't I don't believe that if any other couple would have done this drama, it wouldn't have been as popular as it is. That might be true. Because unless, unless it was Brightwin. <laughs> yeah, if Brightwin did it. Or like not a demon couple, like Max Tool. Max Tool did it, or if um Mugolf did it, or yeah, but honestly, I can't imagine anybody else doing it. Now that, Neither can I. But Now that I see them. Well, well, uh, Max Tool could definitely do it. I could see it. But Because they did Manor at Death, which was an also like dark darker mm-hmm. drama. Corruption, too, actually. Anyways, let's get to the plot. Episode one, White is living in Russia. And you know what? I live in a Russian-speaking country, and his Russian wasn't so bad. I don't speak Russian, but I hear it all the time and I can speak it a little bit. And although it was definitely memorized (laughs) and very slow, it was comprehensible. Like it wasn't terrible. So whoever works with him for, for that, not so bad. And he was dating a girl. 
Oh my God, heat was dating, girl. And at first I was like, why is he in Russia? But obviously it explains why. Yeah, his dad's a diplomat. Yeah. Um, and his parents got divorced when they were young. Yeah, and then they split the kids up like you yeah. take one and I'll take the other. Like the parent trap. Like what the hell? <laughs> the parent trap. And the real kind of conflict comes up to the point where he comes back to Thailand and they have this like twin connection where they feel each other's feelings. Right. And White has this like attack because he feels Black getting beaten up basically. And Black has been turned black and blue and is in a coma from who knows who. Yeah. And his their childhood friend Todd calls white and he's like your brother's in the hospital come see him yeah and he's like why uh why do you think he's why do you think this has happened we need to figure out who did it and for some reason white is like yeah <laughs> let's figure that out yeah because up until this point the show makes it seem like white's the like the weaker of the two siblings yeah like he's, he's like the, the more like sorry, the baby ahead. of the two yeah, well, he actually is the younger one. Well, yeah. And honestly, they they play it in the show like he's he's the younger one. But they're freaking twins. He came out probably like two minutes after the other one. He's not a Nong in my mind, you know? Right. They're the same freaking age, but he's treated that way. He's soft. He is. He's a soft boy. And so <laughs> White gets a bunch of tattoos not a bunch. He gets tattoos. I say it's just one tattoo. Three lines. And he gets his ear pierced. He wears contacts. And then he shows up to this garage where him and his friends work. And honestly, I don't know what Black's friends were thinking when they met White. Because, like, it is so off. Right? Like, how do you not tell your friend is completely different? Because the first person he meets is Graham. At, oh, the, at, the, at the college uh-huh and i'm like he's asking you where the class is and he's like he looks lost but it kind of works out because black is so nonchalant about everything i guess right so it works and i think black oh, white adopts some of black's you know mannerism and he and mannerisms and every time he messes up he just acts defensive which is what black would do right. but if I was Black's friend, I would have been like, bro, what happened to you? Why are you so messed up? You know, like, and why are you them, so different? And none of them seemed too concerned that he was gone for, like, multiple days. Like, they asked him where he was, but they weren't, like, overly concerned about where he went. Yeah. And also, where are all the customers for this garage? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh there's just this man Goompa. So um as FYI, by the time this podcast comes out, this podcast episode comes out, we're on episode 13. 13. We just yeah, episode 13 is aired. So my question is, what is Goompa's role in all of this? He's the he's the garage manager, but what's he doing? Well, he he kind of acts like the He's not the leader, but he's like the daddy, like the older, wiser member that doesn't really do anything, but just kind of like does meetings. Yeah. How come he doesn't do anything? 
uh-huh how doesn't he how come he doesn't do anything huh first when i first watched this i thought he was the bad guy honestly he still could be because i've been he waiting be. like in episode 13 i didn't think anything of gumpa until the later episodes in episode 13 i was like wait a second there's it's been three missions now and gumpa is just like waiting to see what happens we don't know but uh and in later episodes he knows all along ah don't come on let's leave that for later we're still on episode one it doesn't matter the one <laughs> it does matter yeah, okay, okay and the one part of this episode that was like ah oh, finally some off gun juice was that oil fight scene where yeah. they spill oil on each other and then they're like actually fighting i saw the behind the scenes they were actually using motor oil i know some of off off's eye it got in some got an off's eye right i saw that and you know when i was watching it i was like this looks weird i'm not sure if that's motor oil like i think it's something else and then when i was behind the scenes i was like oh it actually is but i bet all the off gun fans were like (laughs) probably probably i'm an off gun fan i'm an off gun fan but i didn't go e because it it was it was a weird it's a weird scene to me it was okay but i was just like all right, whatever. And we find out the first kind of action plan is to burn Tawi's forest house. And who's Tawi? Tawi is like this large businessman who's like very powerful in the country. Yeah. And we don't know what he sells, but some of it no. is some type of drink. <laughs> yeah. He also sells drugs. It makes it seem like he's like in everything. Yeah. He owns, a, he monopolizes something. The economy, basically. And he's handsome. And his sidekick, He's man, not handsome. All right. He's not bad. Oh, no. Mm-mm. He's handsome, but his sidekick is also handsome. His sidekick is better looking than him. They're both handsome, but the sidekick? Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, episode two. Black is scared of the plan. Oh, sorry. Oh. It's white. Should we call him white? Because in my notes, I've been writing him as black. In my notes, I wrote him as black too, but sometimes okay. I put like parentheses white. Okay, what we'll do for the listeners, we'll call white black, and then we'll call black real black. Does that make sense? <laughs> I wrote my notes too. <laughs> I was like, real I was black. about this. Yeah, real black. And then when white becomes white, we'll call him white. Yeah? Yeah, that's not confusing at all, but okay. Because it's, anyways. It makes black it'll real make black. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'll follow. Anyways, Black is scared of the plan and he tries to call it off, but tension is high. They're like in that f- forest area and he's like, right. I don't know about this. And everyone's like, what the hell? This is your plan. Mm-hmm. And the, well, tension, the tension was palpable. Well, I think it's because White walked into this thinking it was going to be easy peasy pumpkin squeezy. Uh-huh. And because what they're doing is so out of his comfort zone from what he's used to doing because he's his dad's been training him to be a diplomat diplomat all this time yeah and so he's used to like going by the law and this is totally not going by the law and there's fire involved (laughs) oh my god fire and you know they go try to burn the house black doesn't but what i want to talk about is yunar yunar i love yunar so He's a graffiti artist. 
Yes. He's painting in the house. And they're like, I didn't know there was somebody in the house. And you know who meets him? Yoke. Yoke. And Yoke, oh my God. I had never seen this this boy act before. What's his name first? Um, Yoke, Yoke, Yoke. Yes. First, he captured my heart. He has <laughs> such a cute smile. Oh my God. He, I like him when he's not like being all like indifferent to everybody. Yolk? Yeah. What do you mean? When is he being indifferent to everybody? Like when you first meet him, he he seems like a butthead. Yeah, but then when he meets Dan, which is the Unar, sorry, <laughs> he becomes so cute. Anyways, they have this moment, they look in each other's eyes, and then Unar runs away. Right. Unar loves running away from this dude. <laughs> he runs away so many times. And Sean saves Black because Black had run in to try to save Unar, I guess. Right. He didn't know his you know and he freaking like gets caught in the fire yeah black does and when he's saved he's so like um sensitive about it he's like so emotional there was somebody inside you said there was no gonna not gonna be anyone inside and then he gets like he gets mad about the whole thing and he's like i quit yeah he says he quits and that was another big tension moment and i was like well, wow. Sean seems to take it really, like, personal. Yeah, Sean is emotional. Because up until this, like, Sean and Black don't get along. So I don't understand why he got so butthurt about it when him and he, he seems to not like Black. Well, I think he's butthurt about it because he's so invested in demolishing Tawi. Mm, yeah, I guess. And what I want also, um, so I think on the behalf of Bunny and myself, we want to apologize in advance for not being able to cover the political socio issues that are in this drama in as much depth as possible. We can't do it. It's this drama has a lot of deep subjects that are really intrinsic to Thai culture and society that we can't fully understand wouldn't you agree yeah so at times i'll try to connect and touch upon these issues but we're not going to be able to do them enough justice as they deserve right and the first thing i want to bring up is what white says to black in his mind i think he says something like i know not everyone is equal under the law but what you're doing is demolishing the law itself Is that what you want? And so the law and the rule of law is something that's really important to this um, drama. Like the law is being broken and being followed to the whims of companies. Right. Right. And this is how we can kind of make it. And you know what I want to say? Not connected to this at all, but Graham, he's such a nice friend. He is a nice friend. I think he's the one who accepts Black the fastest. He is because, oh man, he has a heart of gold. He's such a sweet guy. But you know, after, after he says like, I want to quit, Graham's like, come on, buddy. And they have, he gives him a little pep talk about on the motorcycle. Right. He is a good friend. I mean, in later episodes, I he gets a little sketchy for a second, but He's, but it, 
he's torn about it. He's not like actually too sketchy. Right. You find out later why, but like, yeah. But he's he, through and through. He's a good guy. He is. He's he just made he's a, a guy, one tiny mistake. He's a guy who you question why he's in a gang doing this. <laughs> That's true. We don't know any of his backstory either. You don't know any of their backstories besides Sean and Black slash. You white. know Yoke's a little bit because of his mom. That's only a little bit. That's enough. That's enough to push somebody. I think. Anyways, I guess. What I want to say a little complaint here. That's a complaint of all BL. We see Sean's girl. We don't get her name the first time we meet her. And you know the the female classmate uh, classmate of Graham in Black. Mm-hmm. We also don't get her name at first either. And I'm so tired of women in BLs not getting names. But you know what? That girl's name is Namo. You get Eugene's pretty fast. That's true because it like shows up on a phone or something, doesn't it? No, no, no. Graham, mm-hmm. uh, Black asked Graham, who's this? And he's like, Eugene. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. But that's true. You don't, and you don't really know that the girl is like Sean's girlfriend. Girl. They're not dating. He's not his girlfriend. Okay, well, friends that sleep together? <laughs> I don't know. Um, until like later. And I'm like, who like she just seems like a friend yeah and then you find out later but that's i think that's just the casual nature of their relationship like you don't have to know but another moment where we can talk about the political stuff is white takes the test to join the i guess to be a civil servant i can't remember what it actually is for but basically join government and he meets this guy who's just a normal dude trying to take the test and Basically, he says, like, in a nice way, ah, your your father's already a diplomat. This is going to be easy for you. Unlike me, I have to really work hard for it. So this addresses the idea of nepotism. And we find out um, later on that, I don't know which episode, but basically, it was nepotism. Uh, episode three. It was nepotism that gets White into. He takes an interview in episode three. If and he like, okay if we jump a little bit, yeah. And he totally messes it up. He doesn't mess it up. He tells the truth. Why? Well, I mean, and he messes it up in the sense that his dad, like his dad, expectations of it. He messes it up that way. Yeah, his dad. Like he says when he confronts his dad about this, he says like, "We must tell the truth." And dad, dad was like, "You can't always tell the truth <laughs> because the question was like." UNESCO is not going to acknowledge us because we have human rights issues. And White is like, we should address the human rights 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 issues and then apply again. And the dad was like, wrong. <laughs> right. And but he just passed because of his dad's connection. Yeah. But then he, he like storms out. It's a whole problem. Yeah. And this is the last time we see the dad for the rest of the episodes. Unless he shows up in episode 14, the dad never appears again. Right. Once <laughs> once Black leaves the house, you never see him again. White. White, black. <laughs> Gray. And Gumpa asks White Black, Black to move in to the garage. And then he puts him in the same bed as um, Sean. Sean. And I was thinking... Isn't there a free couch downstairs? 
Yeah, I don't understand why Gumpa makes Black share room with um, Sean. I'm like, it makes no sense, but you know, plot <laughs> yeah. line. Yeah, they've got to get together somehow, you know? And this is where we also learn, uh, this episode is where we also learn that Yoke's mom is deaf. And because of that, she's discriminated at against work. She had a job, but she was fired. Right. It was like cleaning a house or taking care of an older person, but she was fired because she couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. So this brings up like the discrimination of disabled people in, in Thailand, right? And I'm so glad there's a deaf person in the media. Bunny and I took American Sign Language in high school. Not that Thai sign language is anywhere similar, but represent deaf people in the media. Yeah, I was shocked when she started signing. I was like, whoa. I wish they showed her hands and his hands more often so we could could kind of see what was happening, you know? It it could have been because it's not, it wasn't proper Thai sign language. That's true. That's true. Maybe hers is proper. I don't know if the actress is deaf or not, but definitely Yolk. Uh, first does not know sign language but he can learn it for the show come on correct representation i say gun learned that small portion of russian that's true it was a monologue basically yeah and you know what sorry go ahead i say it was like a full five minute scene it was yeah it was a full conversation and yoke finds yunar yeah, you'll basically track Yunar down. He's a stalker. And he's like, he's like, you must, or I need to talk to you. And Yunar freaking points a gun at him. And he's like, stop following me. But what does he leave behind? His wallet. Say, His know. wallet. That's how he finds out, like, this guy's a police officer. Yunar is a police officer named Dan. Right, 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 right. And I was like, oh, she, a police officer doing graffiti against the government. Right. And it, at the, like, at, a part of this drama, Sean also brings up the point where, like, because Black's parents are both a judge and an ambassador, Black has, like, a privileged life. While White Sean, or Black? The, re- the real black. black. Then you need to say real black. No, it was the white black. <laughs> okay. I was correct. Well, they both have a privilege, like real black and white. Yeah. Um, and how because Sean has had to like, work for everything he's had and all this. That's true. And the tiny tidbit tidbit of like bl that we get besides yoke and dan or yunar is when when black takes a shower at the shop he leaves his towel and sean brings the towel he pulls him out Mm. with the by the towel and there was this there was this whole um debate online if um Gun was actually naked during that scene. Ooh. Because if you look at the behind the scenes, he's wearing boxers, but that's practice. And then if there's, there's this like freeze frame 
<laughs> on Twitter, I want to say. Are you being a detective of some no, guys I just, who seen- I just saw it. It was it was drama. In a freeze frame, there's a mirror in the bathroom, and you can see this like skin-colored circle in the mirror in the bathroom from when he's pulled out that that is in the same location where gun's butt would be so people were like was he naked during the shooting i don't know he could have been i mean he could have been but we don't know and well i think people are like clasping at every possible like (laughs) squid like bo moment of his drama because his drama bo's like the side hoe <laughs> they have a lot of other plot lines to go through yeah and the bo is tossed in there it's like sprinkled on yeah it's like the last minute like added cheese <laughs> but it's tasty you know the cheese sometimes makes the dish taste good <laughs> And Sean has these bad dreams all the time because his past and he keeps on pulling gun in. I mean, black in. Mm. And and that's another little tidbit for us. as a right. listener. And we'll stop at episode three. I know sometimes our episodes can be very long. Originally, when we first came up with the podcast, there was supposed to be 30 minutes, around 30 minutes. <laughs> ah! And that never happened. <laughs> at the it beginning. happened at the it happened at the beginning. At the very beginning. And then Sunny goes on these tangents. Hey, this time we're not going through each thing st- step, step by step, are we? Well, I think it's harder to do it for this drama. <laughs> I just know it would take so much longer if we did it. So we'll end here and we'll start with episode four in the next podcast episode. Um, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.